0: The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to Ten Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the <laughs> podcast where a comedy writer—that's me, James Breakwell—and a oh. psychologist—that's
1: <clears throat> me, comma, Dr. Steve—try to I solve you within a positive.
0: You you did try to solve yep. your long-running relationship issues in ten minutes or less, and I, I just talked about how I always tune out after the comma, but in this case there was no but <laughs> preceding it, so we were safe, and I listened all the way through. Uh, how are you doing today, Steve?
1: I I want some accolade for properly using the word a positive.
0: I would give you accolades, but I'm actually not convinced that's a real word. I'm going to have to Google it afterwards, and that makes me You're sad. An English major. I don't know what you think you do with an English degree in college, but it's not like you're learning basic study. vocabulary and grammar. So what here's, here's what an English degree teaches you. Nothing. Ugh. Literally nothing. <laughs> So if you do English literature, you read other books that people have written, and they're considered classics if they're really boring and hard to understand. So that's oh. that's the key. Nothing ha- Basically, nothing has to happen in the entire book, and it's a classic. And if you do English uh, creative writing, it's the opposite. You don't read anything anybody wrote. You just write more garbage yourself, uh, which also teaches you nothing about grammar and all of that. So I will add a positive to my list of things to Google, and uh, hopefully it's not real. Hopefully you are making that up. But what's not made up is this great listener email this week. Here it is. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm a 19-year-old male uh, freshman college student. There was a cashier that I saw working at one of the dining halls at my school who seemed to be with a year or two of my age, and thought she and I thought she was attractive. But I just came in and picked up the food that I pre-ordered and didn't think much of it. <laughs> after and uh, after and I went and ate in the dining hall. I pre-ordered my lunch at the same place and by more uh, for my morning class. And I, th- oh, the- I should edit these things beforehand. The grammar is a little rough. Uh, okay, so I didn't know
1: you knew anything about grammar,
0: J. Yeah, apparently I. Okay, so I I know if a sentence reads all the way through or not. So this person is not an English major. We'll take it. But thank you for writing in your question. I don't want. Oh, I don't want. I don't want people, nobody's gonna write us a question now because it's insulting. It's this is fine. They probably just sent it off quickly on their phone without proofreading because let's be honest, we're not worried. Uh, we're not worth any more attention than that. All right. I pre-ordered my lunch at the same place. Uh, And my morning class ended earlier than I thought, and so I went to the dining hall and just waited for my food to be ready, and I saw her again working as a cashier. Not to sound like a stalker or anything, but I thought I overheard her talking to the other cashier that she saw me this morning, and all that but I couldn't really make out what exactly they were saying since I was a bit away from them. And eventually I saw her staring at me and I'm not sure if she was doing uh, she was doing it since she thought I was attractive to or anything and when I looked up I heard her say something to the effect of he looked at me uh, sort of abruptly but she didn't seem to mean it in a mean way. She continued to stare at me and I feel like I should have done something or another. Should I try to hook up with her the next time I see her? I'm a bit, uh, socially, uh, I'm a bit of a socially awkward person and I don't want to make things awkward for her and i don't have uh too much time to stick around for her to get off her shift thanks ahead of time for the advice so we've had a similar question to this with somebody working at a grocery store uh, but the context is different here because it's college and i think that changes things maybe it doesn't take it away
1: steve well this is one of the reasons that I'm glad I'm not 19 right now, because we live in very confusing times for both boys and girls that are trying to figure this game out. And it is a little—there's some gamesmanship involved in trying to woo somebody. But I'm a little bit concerned here, given the setup, James, that— um, he was too far away to know what she said, but he knew she said something like uh, he, he's looking at me or he was talking <laughs> about me. Or something. Like, uh, all right, I don't know if that was your uh, like your optimism talking or if that really happened. But I would let, let's uh, at least, James, and I know both you and I, uh, we have a long history of broken hearts. <laughs> and our splatter trail of destruction called high school and college. But let what? how would you know if a girl is interested and uh, you're sort of in her orbit? Let's say she's the cashier in a cafeteria and you come swooping through and uh, get a couple of street tacos from her. Like, she would uh, meet your eye contact. She would smile and look away. She would... I'm being as cliche as mm-hmm. every rom-com I've ever seen starring Matthew McConaughey. But she... Uh, she would sort of let you know that there, there's a uh, come-hither kind of look to her. You can kind of tell if she wants nothing to do with you, which is her look will be a little sharper, uh, she won't meet your eye contact, or if she does, she'll hold it for a couple extra beats and not break a smile or at least a half a smile. Like, there will be nothing flirtatious about it. The problem, and we talked about this with the grocery store episode, is somebody in a public service position like she is like one of the things she has to do is be nice to everybody. So I I hope that uh, this is where it gets subtle and it's hard to explain how people act, but don't mistake her friendliness for a come on or even an open door, like an open for business sign. Like, yeah, I would like you to ask me out or to hit on me. And uh, using words like, should I hook up with her next time? I think let's not Let's keep that word under our hat for the time <laughs> being. We, we don't need to creep her out if I'm, I'm, she is creeped out. I'm hoping he didn't mean
0: that in the actual hookup sense. I'm, ho- I'm hoping that was more like date or connect with. But yeah, that, that word stuck out to me as well.
1: But my, my advice, uh, I know we're running out of time, James, and you need to talk yet, is bring a friend with you and have them kind of assess so that it's not just your opinion on whether she is uh, like open to your approach or not. Bring a friend along and particularly if you have a girlfriend that you can bring and just sort of survey the landscape for you and advise you in real time on what she thinks. If you don't have a girl that's a buddy, grab one of your guy friends that sort of knows uh, how to read social cues really well and uh, just ask what they think. What, What do you think, James?
0: I think that uh he's probably reading way too much into this. But at the same time, I do think this is different than that grocery store scenario. So the the, the previous question just to throw it back there, I believe was somebody thought a or they were interested in a grocery store cashier and we they asked if it would be appropriate to ask her out and we bounce back and forth a little bit on that and you know some there have been marriages that started that way but in general anymore you really at work you just leave people alone i think uh, i think college is a little different cuz you have a whole bunch of people Out on their own for the first time, all around the same age group, and there's probably a bit more informality with that. Uh, You know, this same person who you see working there is probably going to be in your classes as well, so there might be other chances to bump into them. Uh, But I, you know, you don't have to like uh, go up to them and be like, "Hey, I would like to take you on a date." I mean, you you can judge their level of interest a lot more simply than that. I can't tell from this if you actually talk to this person at all. There might have just been some weird. Staring, uh, going on. So the next time you go through the line, strike up a conversation and see if they're receptive to the conversation. Do they want to keep it going? Are they interested in what you have to say, or do they hand you your food and you know shove you on your way? And that's going to tell you really quick if you just imagined it all or what. Like the logistics of it confused me as well because you. It sounds like you were close enough to hear they were talking about you, but not close enough to hear exactly what they were saying. I will say this: that nine. Times out of ten, maybe ten times out of ten, when you're convinced somebody is talking about you, they are not talking about you. Like the world, <laughs> the world does not revolve around you. In fact, it's quite it's quite the opposite. As you get older, you'll realize that the world does not care that you exist, like at all. You are very much everybody's the, the main character in their own story, and that makes you a background character in everybody else's story. Probably a background character with uh, with no lines of dialogue, who's just kind of moving in the <laughs> in the blurry, unfocused shot. So. Um, and, and keep in mind too that you will never have more romantic options in your demographic than you do right now in college. I mean, there are probably literally thousands of other single women like who you you could you know make a connection with, and you could ask out and do that. So there's there's no reason that you have to go in here and be like I have to up the challenge level and try to see if this person's interested in me and not overstep and and parse away whether this this staring meant something when you could just strike up a conversation on the quad or in class or at your you know your rec league whatever else you've got going on it will never be easier for you to meet romantic interests than it is right now so if the setting is intimidating for you if it's if it if it sounds too scary to try to strike up a conversation with this person let it go because you really all you have Uh, going right now as far as a connection is you think maybe she was staring at her at you and you think maybe you were staring at her and you think maybe you made it weird usually if you think maybe i made it weird you did make it weird so those are the two (laughs) takeaways here nobody's talking about you if you think you made it weird you did make it weird and those two social lessons will take you far in life uh any closing thoughts steve
1: (laughs) I, I do – being on the road and doing comedy, like, uh, there is something to women like a sense of humor. And I get hit on once in a while on the road, and I'm usually oblivious to it. And I remember I was standing next to uh, the woman who was running the door for me at one show, and there was a woman talking to me forever. And she left, and I turned to my door person, and I said, was she just hitting on me? And her answer was, oh, my God. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. So this is blaringly obvious to everyone else in the room except me, and that's why I say bring one of your friends with you if there's any question, because they will know in an instant something that might you might be a little less quick on the uptake about.
0: Yeah, I, I would say given the perceived level of social skills in this situation, that's probably good advice. I, I'm always reluctant to uh, back up something Steve says, but yeah, <laughs> strike up that conversation, have a friend nearby, and uh, and that'll give you a good barometer. Well, if you'd like to have us uh, fumble away our way through one of your questions, send it in to jamesbrakewell at explodingunicorn.com. That's explodingunicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, parent, child, parent, pet, whatever you've got. Send it in, and we'll do our best to take a crack at it. This is been another episode of 10 minutes to save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back